Oh god damn it. So <coughs> these these are these are <coughs> these are official um, drama school techniques to uh, warm up. <coughs> yep, that's it. <coughs> so hang on. How's the coffee? It's hot. It's burnt my tongue. Good. Oh, why are you? Oh, I, I want to cause you pain. Ready? Yeah. Welcome. My name is Oliver. I am a robot. But enough about me. This isn't about me. This is about Saul and Richard and video games and the universe. So come with us, or more specifically, with them. Enter the save state. Save state. Save state. Save state. Save state. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, cats and dogs, welcome to episode 16 of the Save State Gaming Podcast. Once again, my name is Saul Muscat, and with me today is... Um, Tricky Dicky Homie, Sweet 16, like a lady. Um, yeah, 16, it's a, it's a delicate age, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, do you ever watch that show, that MTV show, is it called My Super Sweet 16? Birthday. Yeah, it was like a whole, God. It was like a whole slew of them, was that was like, I'm 16 and I'm pregnant... I'm 16 and I'm a nuclear physicist. I'm 16 and what else was the song? I know, but you can claim all of those, can't you, Chud? Pregnant, birthday. Day 16, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. I was a medical marvel at yeah. the time. Incredible. Uh, well, not much has changed since then, really, has it? Uh, still. Um... Depressingly, no. No. But then again, I guess it all depends on the way you look at life, really. Right. How do you look at life, Chud? Really badly. <laughs> <laughs> we both know this. <laughs> So, welcome everybody. Welcome to episode 16. Got a great show for you planned today. Um, first, we'll start off, as we always do, Chud, in these situations. What, by slaughtering a pig and hailing Satan? Yep. You, uh, you do that, we'll be back in ten minutes. <laughs> Alright. So, what have you been playing this week, Song? Well, quite a lot, actually. Um... Let's start with what we've both been playing, shall we? Sure. What we've both been playing. What's, what's the big game? Um, well, uh, you know, anybody who's been paying attention will know that Destiny 2 came out this week, one of the biggest game releases of the year, and a very good game, by all accounts. Yeah. Um, we were both fairly into Destiny 1, right? We put quite a few hours in between the two of us. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I liked it. Um, but um, I, I guess it's more of the same, but it's uh, it's good. I like it. Yeah. It's, I, it's refined. I think that's generally the, the consensus, right? It's prettier. It's got a new dress. And I like that dress. It's a, it's a very nice... It's a very pretty dress. It's very pretty dress. It smells nice as well. It smells nice as well, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. More of the same. But that's not always a bad thing in the case of Destiny. It's a really good thing. Um, the base game, if you ever you remember when Destiny came out, was kind of lacking in content. Would you say that that was fair to say? Um, that is the popular public opinion, but I liked it. Okay. How do you feel that Destiny 2 compares to that? Um, much more meatier. Yes, meatier, chunkier. We, we finished, we, we blitzed through the main campaign, um, what, in two days? Yeah. Um, and we yeah. reached max level 20 in like two days. But um, there's, there's so many side quests, this, that, and the other to do. And, uh, and we're still engaged, we're still playing it. We've formed a clan, we're making friends, we're having a good time hooking up every night. With a couple of other people playing. Yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Really yeah. enjoying it. Um, I think the loot system's a lot better. Um, it feels more rewarding, just the gameplay. Um, in terms of, you know, the loot drops are more regular. The gameplay itself is still fantastic. Like, feels just... Very sharp. Very sharp and not really like anything else. I mean, you could compare it to Call of Duty's in the way that it feels, but it does, it does just feel very responsive very fluid and just just really fun to play really really good really good it's a bit repetitive though isn't it well yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait what do you mean there Chun? because um, well it just is I, I, I personally feel I, I, I really like the game but I don't love it and I want to love it um, because I just I'm still unfairly comparing it I know I've said this before to Halo 3 because I want yeah. not, I want because I, uh, I even I want Vehicles. I want massive amounts of vehicle combat, different vehicles, commandeering, this, that, blah, blah, blah. 
and they're starting to dabble a bit in that. They're starting to up the scale, but I'm uh, it's still not quite there, and I'm still a bit disappointed that we're. Name me the new enemies that are in this game, Saul, so in Destiny 2, the sequel. Tell me about the new enemy types. You're talking about the, the Taken? No, no, the, that, the that, that, that was from Destiny 1's DLC, which you didn't play. Oh, right, okay. So tell me about the uh, Destiny 2's um, new enemies. Tell me about them. There's, there's, there's the, 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 the flying the, the whale things, the, the <laughs> half-cat, half big-tail things. Oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's an excellent point. <laughs> what I'm getting at is there's fucking nothing. <laughs> it's all just... It, I, that's a bit disappointing. Come on, guys, really seriously. Because you're not throwing a, a bone a couple of surprises. Yeah. Because it, I'll tell you what it feels like to me. You know how games like Rainbow Six and The Division have like a year two edition, yeah. right? It feels like that to me. It doesn't feel like a brand new game. It doesn't feel no. like Destiny 2. It feels like Destiny year two, you know? I, I agree. With the same. I, one of my first pit of thoughts of it was like, this feels like a DLC. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously the animation has actually been updated, so I'll give them that. Mm. It, it, it is it's, it's a it's prettier and fluid than the first one, but still mm. not quite enough ideas there. But still, it's a great game. Go out and play it. So, uh, what what would we like to see from DLC? If I mean, well, <laughs> is there going to be DLC? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's going to be DLC. What like what what would we like to see then from the DLC? Um, more vehicle combat. Um, yeah. Also, a multiplayer that is um, every man for himself. Yes. Um, yeah. This is uh, probably my biggest problem with the game so far is that there is no single player or uh, competitive multiplayer. You know, um, where it's every man for himself. Uh, all of the team, all the games at the moment are team based, right? Four and four. Yeah. Um, as, as seems to be the climate of the time, but still. Yeah, but again, that I'm. Sh- am I right in thinking that there was? Uh, like a free-for-all mode in the original Destiny? I don't know. With we, had the this, we had this conversation the other day and I'm of the opinion that that wasn't the case, but See, I, I could be wrong. I think there was, but... Um, Please, write in the comics... Comic, comic? Write in the comments section. <laughs> yeah. Tell us all about it. Yeah. Update us. Correct us. Be so, angry. I mean, that's Destiny 2. I'm sure we'll, we'll probably talk a, a, a little bit more about it next time we record. Um, it's the kind of game that I think we're going to be playing for quite a while, you know? Uh, and I think you have to play it for quite a while to be able to get the most out of it. So, okay, we'll have some more updated impressions for you next time. The SimBank is eager to help you. For the next few days, SimBank loan officers will have pens and paper at their desk so you can fill out applications easier and faster. SimBank, not affiliated with any legitimate financial institutions. Anything else you've been playing, Chudder? Chudderino, the number one bamboozler? What have you been up to? Heck. Um, I've I've played this um this this game here. It's called uh it's called Sonic the Hedgehog. It's called Sonic the Mania. Wait, a game about a hedgehog? Yeah, stay with me. Stay with me. Right, right. It's, it's about a hedgehog. Right, right. It's very good. Um, and it's blue. And uh, this hedgehog, right? It goes it goes really 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 fast. Right. Not slow like you'd, you'd expect. Yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. really fast. Ah, oh, so that's all oh, right. I get it. That's the, the 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 thing. The thing that makes the game the thing the good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he clicks uh, coins and mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, right. So let's be serious. So yeah, Sonic Mania um, has come out, and lo and behold, shock horror to the amazement of everybody. This game is awesome. It's amazing. I don't know if you yeah. guys have heard about this, but Sonic the Hedgehog has fallen on some pretty hard times. I saw him in the back alley the other day, covering his own blood. Um, <laughs> but basically, all, every Sonic game has sucked since um, the first three levels of Sonic Adventure 2. You know, went downhill after that. Oh, the Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. That was exactly how... You go back and play Sonic Adventure 2 after level 3, it all goes, it all goes downhill from there. Yeah. We've we got, we got hedgehogs getting involved with human women. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just weird, madness. Yeah. Um, but they've taken it back to the roots, like they did, they did before, but this time they just did it right. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the story, right? So you start off, and the first level is, um, I believe, it's the first level of um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, right? Are you sure it's number one? Yeah. I'm sure it's number two. No, it's not, it is number two. I'm right in this. Sure What's the level called? Uh, is it not Green Hill Zone? Green Hill Zone, yeah. That's Sonic 1. I'm 
sure it's it's late, but whatever. Right. So uh, I'm I'm right, by the way. Um, Apart from Chud being wrong, and it's from Sonic One, but yeah, but he's right. The, yeah, he's the right. point of the story is, you think, oh right, it's um, like a direct part of this. Let's 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 play it and see what happens. And you're running through the level, and I, this level takes about two minutes to do. Because I remember when I used to play Sonic the Hedgehog two all the time. <laughs> um, and then you get, I get you get to the point, you, you've blitzed through the level, and it's all it's exactly the same as the original. And you're like, okay, fair enough. And then the bit where you go to the end of the level, to the goal, um, all of a sudden you're in a different part of the same level that yeah. you've never seen before. Yeah. And it just starts to warp, and it's like, what, whoa, what's going on? And it, and it just really just starts to play with expectations. Yeah. It's great. I went back and um, played that first few levels a few times because I was really, really interested in what they were going to do. And the more you play it, there are very subtle differences, and there are actually a few kind of branching paths that you don't notice the first time yeah. you play it because you're so used to the original and you're like I know exactly what I'm doing here it's, you know going straight for yeah. the goal that, that's the good thing about it like I know exactly what I'm doing here I'm professional at this and all of a sudden you're in like fucking Wonderland yeah yeah, it's great fun but I I think it's it's wonderful right it is yeah it is wonderful I, it I wouldn't nails it as wonderful exactly what I wanted it to be it's, 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 it's exactly what I want it to be it nails the expectations that everybody should have had for this game and it just uh, it feels as good maybe even a little bit better than, than the original Sonic games um, it's really interesting how this kind of game kind of came to be made really is that it was it gen- pretty much been made by fans right? yeah. by people that have been part of the Sonic modding community for many many years and have come together and been recruited by this company to make this game. So I was going to ask you: Is that not incredibly lazy of Sega? How much input do you reckon Sega had into the making of this game? I think they would have had a lot of oversight, but I believe that a lot of the actual groundwork was done by, by modders. By modders. By like the soundtrack was written by a guy who's been doing Sonic remixes for the last 15 years. Hence why the soundtrack for this game is fucking incredible, like as good as the originals. Um, yeah, just. Uh, it feels like a labour of love for a whole lot of people that have come together and made something really, really, like I said, wonderful and beautiful. So, definitely worth checking out Sonic Mania. Um, I think, do you, do you think it's worth going back there for people that were, say for example, like uh, Nintendo fans to start off with? Do you think that they're going to get much out of this game? Mate, if you're a Nintendo fan and you haven't gotten Sonic yet, you're not going to do it now, so what's the point? But well, I mean, yeah. by, by all means, please do go and play it, because they're wonderful games. But um, I, I, me and um, a friend of mine, we were playing um, the, this game in front of two, two die-hard like, Nintendo Mario fans. Me and my friend, we were loving the game for all the reasons we just described. And the two Mario addicts were ripping it. They were like, this is, sh- this is shit, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And making all the points that I agree with on why Mario is a better game. Because I do like Mario better, but um, they just weren't understanding the vibe of Sonic. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess... Mm, yeah, mm. Well... Each to their own, should. Each to their own. But I enjoyed my time with it, and uh, I haven't finished it yet, but it doesn't seem too hard. I'm going to go, I'm going to finish that game, for sure. Let's talk about everybody's golf. Who's golf? Everybody's golf. Everybody's golf. Everybody's golf. What about if you didn't like have any hands or legs? Is the um, golf really for them? You know... I think it's a bit pissed here, because it's out Yeah. It's sensitive. Well, so it's... Able Bodies Golf. Able Bodies Golf. Thank you very much. Um, So, a little bit of background is basically Everybody's Golf is a sequel to Hot Shots Golf. Um, So, I think think I'm right in saying that Everybody's Golf has always been like the title of the the franchise in Japan, but then to kind of consolidate and synergize the franchise, if that's a word, then they've put the, you know, they've given it the same name. So, it's great, man. Absolutely great. If you're a fan of Mario Golf, if you're a fan of like the old Tiger Woods games, um, really, really, definitely uh, a, a fantastic game. Doesn't take itself too seriously, and it does some really, really cool things actually. So, although the, the kind of golf mechanics to play in are fairly similar to most of the golfing games, like when you're playing online, you are put onto this golf course, and there are all the other people running around the golf course. And if you bought a golf, just go fishing for a little bit, catch some fish. Or jump in a golf cart, razz around the golf course, collecting all those coins and stuff that are hidden around the golf course. Really, really good fun, man. Like, golfing is obviously, you know, the main part of the game, but there's all these, like, little side activities and side, not quests, but mini-games, should we say, that you can well, go on. It's like do. an MMO with lots of people Yeah. So, like, so you're on this golf course, 
and if you're like, you know what, I want to go and do hole 12, you just run over to hole 12 and start golfing. Or you can go to, go, uh, to hole 1, do the hole 18, just... Can you, um, can you, um, uh, streak? Uh, no. But, well, hmm, huh, interesting, I don't know. I'm gonna try it. Um, I will say this, that the character creation is one of the most robust character creators I've ever seen in a video game. Um, very like Japanese art style, like very manga kind of inspired character creation, but um, the, the kind of options and the customization is so vast that it's, I can imagine it being a really good tool for, to be honest, like manga artists to use. Like if they're having like uh, trouble visualizing a character, jump in there, you've got all the presets and everything made, you can just kind of cobble the character together. And I think, I think it'd be really good for that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it, I, everybody's golf. Honestly, I cannot recommend it enough. Really, really fun, smart, not too hard, good reward system, good feeling of progression. Excellent, excellent game. You're not looking convinced by that face, but uh, um, the, the kind of face he's pulling is, you know, the almost looks like, it looks like The Rock, you know, when he's not sure and he raises the eyebrow. That's the face I'm getting right now. Um, so Chud isn't convinced, but I will, I'll try to do so. I'll try and get him to get on everybody's golf. Nice. Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it sounds interesting. I'm not buying it though. <clears throat> 30 quid, man. 30 quid. That sounds hot, ridiculous. 30 quid. For a golf MMO. Do you know what I did buy for 30 quid the other day? Uh, in the middle of the night because I was in the long. It was going to be shit. It was going to be like fucking Railroad Tycoon 3 or something. No, no, the, that Friday the 13th game. I, oh, yeah. I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ago. And I'm, I'm starting to lighten my opinion on it. I think the game itself is still kind of a piece of shit. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. it's uh, basically, it's Friday the 13th. It's <clears> running around <throat> Camp Crystal Lake, avoiding Jason. It's one of, the, one of those kind of games. Um, but what I love about it, though, is that. Um, when you're running around, you can not talk to anybody until you get near them, and then when you get near them, then like you, you can actually hear them and you can start having conversations. And everybody's like game, and everybody's up for it, and so everyone's like talking to one another. And um, I just I really like the player base. Everyone's really really polite and just nice, just huh. up for having a good time. Um, so I've, I've been having a lot of fun with that in the middle of the night, um, making a lot of noise. Hmm. Um, and I met a guy from Tennessee who was just the craziest motherfucker ever. I was like, I was like running away from Jason, and I just got away by the skin of my teeth. And I was running for the night to this cabin, and I saw this light, and I saw my savior, this light. So I ran towards the cabin, and as soon as I got there, all of a sudden the heard is, "Oh hell, yeah, found somebody to talk to." <laughs> and I was like, "No way, you're a real person." And he was, he was just like that. He was like a complete goofball, but from Tennessee, he was amazing. <laughs> Um, I yeah I haven't played it I don't yeah it's not my kind of game I'm, I'm, I'm it's a good nah game. fuck it fuck that not thirty quid though Jesus no. Christ this it's worth fifteen pounds it's a great game for fifteen pounds. okay because it's double that I'll wait for a sale get it on sale honestly Command and Conquer Red Alert the ultimate strategy game for your PC take no prisoners so just. Uh, two more games I just want to really quickly talk about this week that I've been playing um, the first one is Wolfenstein The Old Blood um, again a bit late to play in this one it came out uh, probably about 18 months ago uh, but again really good love the old uh, Wolfenstein game and this is a really good kind of standalone piece of expansion that really complements the original and it's just more of the same you know killing Nazis stabbing Nazis shooting Nazis punching Nazis all that kind of stuff I love you know, the uh, the more I hear about these uh, Nazi fellas, uh, yeah. the less I like them. That's generally how it goes, yeah. Um, although there seems to be more of them kind of popping up around at the moment. They seem yeah. to be uh, like in the news a little bit. Um, yeah, it is involved, if, yeah. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting into the whole Nazi thing, don't. Um, and you may not even realise that you are doing it, but just kind of look at your behaviour. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, you know, if you, if you wake up one morning and you think, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shave my head and get some tattoos. Well, you, you wake up um, one morning you think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit everybody who wasn't white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't it's, do that. Uh, it was a Nazi. Nazi. Don't, don't be yeah. Chud's dad. Yeah. Uh, last game I was going to really quickly mention was uh, Dirt Rally. I don't know if you... Again, I'm getting that blank look from you. You lost me at rally. Rally, yeah. Um, I love rally driving. Um, I don't know if you, you know I used to do a bit of rally driving. Uh, no, I um, you may have mentioned it I used, once, yeah, I used to, used to I think you tried driving. to tell me, but you said the word rally, and I went. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've always been a, a big fan of rally. Um, my favourite of the the motorsports. Um, 
And Dirt Rally is, is no exception. It's made by Codemasters, who are kind of the the champions of British racing they games. They made micro machines, didn't they? Correct, correct. Um, uh, and it, it's excellent. It is probably the best rally driving simulator I've ever played. Uh, it looks beautiful. Lots of really great courses. Lots of really good uh, course designs. They, my kind of my only real bugbear is that it's grindy as hell. Like to kind of unlock the new cars. You really have to do a lot of races to earn kind of minimal currency that you then, you know, change to buy these cars. It, it just takes a long time, a long time. And I think without, if you're not a huge, huge rally fan, I think you're probably going to get bored of it fairly quick. Um, but on the other hand, it is a very, very good game. So if you if you want a, a really good rally game, that is definitely the one to get. Um, and that is it. So quite a, quite a few games this week, actually. Quite a few games we've been playing this week. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. to the news. So, we're going to start off with a couple of Nintendo bits of uh, news this week. First one being that joy to the world, they've announced that the NES and the SNES Classic Editions are still going to be produced into 2018. Which, so, we're um, get another <clears throat> 50 worldwide then, yeah? 50 more people are going to be able to get the NES. 5-0, just in case you didn't mishear us. And maybe, what, 100 people are going to be able to get the SNES Classic now? Yeah, 100 or so. 100 people. Of which we are two of those lucky cunts, right? We are we are very lucky and Maybe. privileged. I mean, the fact that we paid 50 quid already for it <clears throat> doesn't guarantee. It doesn't guarantee. They've been a bit shady. I went down earlier um, and I was asking the uh, people at Games Buried and they were being a bit shady. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They were like, um, oh, no, no. It all depends. They're like, they're like, look, it all depends on how many Nintendo gibbles. And I'm like, so I've paid 50 quid, yeah, I've pre-ordered it. So. Yeah. But... I can't say further than that. It depends on how many Nintendo give us, right? <coughs> Which is a bit crook, but um, yeah. Well, bit weird. but that, that's pretty yeah, weird. Fucking, we'll, we'll see. At least it wasn't. Uh, was it Walmart in the US yeah. with the NES Classic? That's no, the why, SNES, that, Yeah, that's why I went down and asked game in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So if, yeah, for those of you who don't know, that Walmart obviously took probably what half a million pre-orders for this thing and then cancelled them all. <laughs> Uh, and that's why obviously game are taking more than they know that they have and it's yeah. like well why are you doing this yeah. I don't understand it's exactly. really bad business practice yeah. you're getting a lot of shit for this probably, yeah that, I mean that's probably that's, sued for it that's pre-orders isn't it I, 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 I think there could be a precedent set for somebody fucking suing them what because you've paid for a product because you've that... paid pre-orders and they've gone yeah, yeah very big smile on the faces though you go yeah. And then, like, as soon as you paid the money, like, going a couple of weeks later, it's like, look, it's how many Nintendo give us. It's like, why have I pre-ordered something that doesn't exist then? Yeah. That's yeah, not I, what pre-ordering it's, me- it's means. The, is. It's a really weird... I don't, let's not get into pre-order culture, because I think that's a whole three episodes in itself. But I think that, like... I don't agree with it, but the only way you were ever going to get your hands on one of these is if you pre-ordered it, right? Yeah. Or, or you go and pay three, four times over the odds on eBay... So I think, yeah, it, it does set like a bit of a dangerous precedent for paying something that you might not even receive or you have no promise of being received or might not even exist. You know what I mean? Um, but then again, that's, that's, you know, that comes with the kind of territory of being a hardcore gamer of wanting that's not the true, newest thing. when you pre-order any of these games, you get them. Can you give me another example of when you pre-order something and then it's like, oh, you might get it or not? By pre-order, we can put money down for something. So you might get it, you might not. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. I guess it's only true with hardware, right? Yeah, yeah. There's Uh, never been an example in history like this, mm -hmm. and it's wrong. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, so hopefully there's going to be another hundred happy people in the world by the end of next year, Um, and then probably more unhappy people because they still haven't been able to get one. Uh, But fuck them. Because we've got them, or we'll have them, maybe. 
We'll see. Expect, wait, if we don't get these, expect a very angry anti-Nintendo episode coming down the line. Is it just Nintendo? Shouldn't we be having a go at game postponed? Um, in, fact, in fact, is it more Nintendo's fault than Game's fault? Game are the ones who've taken my money. Yeah. Not Nintendo at this point. It depends. If Nintendo... Okay, let's kind of like put a nail in this, but like we could say that, for example, Nintendo go to game and say, we're going to create three billion NES classics. And so game will then go and take three billion pre-orders. And then two weeks before, it's like, we made 50 of them. That's Nintendo's fault, right? It, it, okay. it depends That's where, it case. depends what the deal was to start off with. Is that the case, though? I don't believe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, another piece of Nintendo-related news. You probably know a little bit more about this one and have been paying very close attention to this one. Um, so there was a Nintendo Direct, is that right, recently? With some videos flying around of a new Mario game called Mario Odyssey. Um, tell us about that. Tell us about that, Chud. It's, it's the new Mario game. It looks awesome. Go out and buy it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the whole controversy is the fact that um, I don't know if it's a screenshot or a video, but um, it's basically Mario running around in his underwear. <gasps> ah! He put his top on. And then when I saw right. this, do you know what my reaction was? I didn't have one. <laughs> I was like, it don't fucking matter, mate. <laughs> However, it's caused an absolute controversy and uproar. Mario running around in some shorts mm. with his top off. People have been like hitting the roof about it. Well, so I, can you not to get weird about this, but can you like get really weird? Describe it, it? like describe. Does, I'm not does describing. He have, what the no, top but does he have? Well, hang on. Right, look, he's got two nipples. I'm guessing. Does he have nipples? That's an excellent question. You know what? I didn't say. <laughs> I, 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 as I said, I don't care about it. It doesn't really bother me. Does, does he have like a belly button, chest hair? I don't know actually. I These are important questions, should. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Once again, showing that we have not done our research. But, hey... Um, hey, those will do it. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, uh, Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a shirtless computer game character. But people like, are up, Rob, like, you know, that, that's not what Mario does, but this, that, and the other. I just don't get this whole culture of, like, that's not what the character does. It's like, it's, it's, it's a fictional character. <laughs> um, and who, who are you to think? Have you never been surprised by another human being? Yeah. By somebody's actions? People yeah. are full of surprises. That's the nature of fucking reality. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, a whole To be honest with you, I thought you looked really sexy. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Imagine if he had three. Can you imagine if they gave him a middle nipple, like if, a third nipple? If, and he had like um, whatever the condition is that I have, where you kind of get boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you know, like a beer gut. Um, do you know th- there is another piece of Mario news actually that Mario is now officially apparently unemployed. So you know he's been like a, a plumber for like the last fucking twenty years or whatever. He's now officially no longer a plumber. Why is that? Um, I don't. Nintendo were like releasing. Uh, they're talking about something but they released a statement saying that but basically a plumber is no longer Mario's job he's uh, they didn't say anything more than that evil evil tyrant well could be I is, think people is, is are... the first Mario game like all about genocide <clears throat> it is it's about a genocide of the people you're talking about, about Donkey Kong no no I'm thinking, talking about the uh, Super Mario Brothers game okay Super Mario Brothers uh, for the NES if you look into the um, original Super Mario Brothers um you know, book, but little book yeah, that you used to yeah. games. Um, it, it describes that um, all the people of the Mushroom Kingdom yeah. um, were changed by some magical thoughts into um, the blocks that you then Ch- go around and smash. And I'm of the opinion that when you smash these um, blocks, I don't get any impression that these are returning to their original form and they're saving them. No, you're, you're just killing. Them. I hear screams. I hear screams. <laughs> Um, interesting. I mean, well, you know, Mario wasn't always a plumber anyway. Do you know what his first job was? Sex artist. Close. Carpenter. 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 Is that true? Yeah. So in the the first game that Mario was in was Donkey Kong in the arcade, and in that he's a carpenter, not a plumber. Okay. And then after that he became Super Mario. He got a brother, started a plumbing business, uh, but now that apparently has even gone downhill, and now he's unemployed and on the dole. It's, it's, it is. Hence why you saw him in the the gutter the other day. Covered in his own blood and vomit. And that's why he's doing topless videos on the internet. That's right. It's a tough market. It? It's, it's a tough market. That's um, awesome. Did, did you know the original Donkey Kong was supposed to be about Popeye? But get I did, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a fun fact? Yeah. <clears throat> We're full of them. Full of them. Uh, you're full of something. 
Hubris and bullshit is what I'm getting at. Moving on. Next piece of news. Uh, Mr. Bruce Straley of Naughty Dog fame. He's been with Naughty Dog for well, a long time. Basically, uh, Bruce Straley has left the company. Um, Bruce was heavily involved in all four Uncharted games and The Last of Us. Um, is a, kind of considered to be a veteran of the industry, very, very highly respected uh, artist, writer, designer within the industry. And he's gone on to do his own thing. Um, hasn't really given any details on what he's going to be doing afterwards, whether he's going to be starting his, up his own indie company, whether he's going to be going to another developer. Nobody knows, but long story is, long uh, short story, he's, he's left Naughty Dog. Um, where, do you, where do you think this is going to leave things like Uncharted and The Last of Us? Um, well, uh, so he's co-director, right? Correct, yeah. Most of the time. So it's him and... Uh, Neil Druckmann is the, the name of the other guy. I don't get the impression that this guy is um, an author to the level of somebody like Hideo Kojima or somebody. I don't get the impression that it's a one-man ship or anything like that, so I don't think it'll have any effect at all, to be honest with you. I think, I mean, like, in terms of the games I just mentioned, Uncharted is kind of on hiatus anyway, right? Um, yeah, like, they, they Uncharted 4 of Thief's End was the last Uncharted game, apparently. For Nathan Drake, anyway, let's say that. So they made another one this year. Well, um, and Last of Us is Last of Us Two is definitely in development. Obviously, we've seen trailers for it. It's going to be a trilogy, right? You know. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But I, you know, I think everybody would wish him the best of luck because he's been part of some of the most successful and best gaming franchises ever made. So best of you, uh, best of luck to you, Bruce Straley. Godspeed, and. Um, Best of luck in your future endeavours. Sounds like I'm writing a card, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Best of luck, buddy. I couldn't carry it away. I hope no. you die. <laughs> right, bye. Preface, I am not um, advocating murder or harm to anybody. Just joking. Calm down. Wonderful celebration! Cheese for everyone! Wait, scratch that. Cheese for no one. That can be just as much of a celebration if you don't like cheese, true. But no cheese for you yet. Oh, well, maybe a little. A couple of other pieces of news. Um, well, this, this is more of a throwaway statement, just see what you think about it. That the Switch was the best-selling console in August worldwide. Again, isn't it like every month it must have been like that? I think the last few months, yeah. I think uh, probably since mid-year, since June, I think it's been topping the sales charts. Um, again, generally due to there being a bit of a lull, as there usually is at this time of year for Xbox, PlayStation, it's kind of a quiet period. But Switch Man doing really well, doing really well. Even though in a lot of places around the world, it's still really hard to find. Like, you can't find it online. Like, your best luck is uh, going down to a shop and just hoping that there's one or two in stock. Who'd have thunk it? I'm going down to a shop to buy your product. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. Um, so, Switch doing very, very well. Uh, and we've talked about it before, but a healthy Nintendo is healthy for yes. the video game industry, so well fucking done. And last piece of news this week is about a guy you might have heard of him, might have heard of him. Um, I think that if we were ever to speak to this guy, he would definitely list us two as one of his major influences on his life's work. Um, we're talking about PewDiePie, obviously. The biggest, or second biggest star on YouTube to us, of course. Hello, PewDiePie. Goodbye, goodbye. Um, I used to, I used to like him, you know. I used to, I used to genuinely enjoy looking at his videos. His, his yeah. little let's play. It's funny. was very funny. He is funny. Then, he's then a he funny so, guy. Then he sort of got He's a girlfriend, and then he like all his videos are about him hanging out with his girlfriend. And it's like yeah, yeah. I have, I unsubscribed. You, you went a bit, um, a bit racist as well, didn't he? He went. Mm, this, this, yeah, I was going to say massive, but that's not true, really. Is it? Well, yeah, he did go a bit. Uh, a bit, but racist. But did he go racist? But he, he made, he made, he made a couple of comments. A couple of, a couple of comments, which some people might. Say we're racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. I feel like I'm defending from him now. No, I'm not. <laughs> right. Oh, God, right. So he, dro he, dropped, he dropped a hard end. A hard end. Yeah. Um, not a soft end. No. It, uh, not, even, not even a mediocre end. It was a pretty hard end. It was a hard end. You shouldn't drop hard ends uh, when you've got, like, um, a really um, impressionable young base. Yeah, correct. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's in a bit of bother this week, and it's worth and saying so that... he should be. He shouldn't be doing that. But this is not the first time he's done something like this. He dropped, he dropped a hard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of months ago. Like, um... Uh, yeah, right, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, anyway. We're not basically, gonna... basically, a couple of months ago, he, he, he did like a video or something, and he had two guys in the background that had a sign saying something to the extent, what was it? Like, um, I don't know. It was like, kill all Jews or something horrible. Oh, ah, good. Yeah. good. That's not good, is it, really? Yeah. Uh, and he's the blonde, blue-eyed, <laughs> <laughs> um, Aryan-looking motherfucker. Um, but that that caused controversy, but he kind of got away with it in the end after apologising this, that, and the other. Um, and then the other week he was playing Battle... Battle a couple of days ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Battle. Uh, player unknown battlegrounds, and um, um, he was just flippantly while shooting dropped dropped a harden. Dropped a harden. Again, it's uh, watching the video. It is like a throwaway comment, as much as that can be. You know, it is. it's not aimed at somebody. He's not. And I think we are all guilty of talking really vile shit sometimes when we're, when, we're, <laughs> when we're in private chats with our friends. Yeah. Um, not to pair myself as like, but I'm just being real with you. Be real with yourselves. Um, but however, I don't, I'm I'm not being listened to by X amount of children, this, that, and the other. Exactly. Responsibilities of being an entertainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when when you have, a, as you said, like an audience that generally is very young, uh, could be said to be impressionable, and that watch, like spend many hours every day consuming your videos. Consumption. Right? So yeah, I think there is a responsibility, and I think that PewDiePie isn't the best role model um, no. um yeah Felix you should know better not that he's going to hear this but um yeah. what, what can you say man the, the only other thing I'd say is that you know he re- released like a not an apology video but like a statement about why he said what he did and that to me what, what did he say in the statement it, it was basically along the lines of look I'm sorry I've done it before <laughs> I should know better you should know better and I was like yeah you fucking should man you absolutely should <sighs> and he was but then it kind of went into the whole kind of thing of like self promotion who's like I'm gonna do better guys my videos are gonna get better it's gonna you know I've gotta stop doing this I, I wanna I'm here because of you guys you know you make me who I am I was like dude just tell them that you said a really fucking bad word and that you're a dickhead for doing it don't use this as a platform to promote your own shit you know like say it be done with it move on um, but again, yeah. oh, well. yeah. just just. But I, uh, as I say, I used to when I first discovered him years and years ago. I didn't. I just uh, I found him very amusing and I liked watching his Let's Play videos. Mm. But um, yeah, I've unsubscribed recently because most of his content is not game oriented anymore. Um, and obviously, he's um, well, he's an irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that is PewDiePie. Um, good luck to you. I'm sure that I have never. Not once said anything that could be legally misconstrued as hateful um, on any of my episodes of the podcast. Go through with a fine tooth comb and quote me in it. I believe that should. Don't I believe do that. you. Don't do I will. It. <laughs> but then again, only six people listen to us, yeah. so it doesn't matter. And Scott is way more racist than we are. Yeah. So. Scott, you're a massive racist. Yeah. So that's uh, that's it from the news. Anything you want to add to that? Any any uh, quaint anecdotes you'd like to throw in there? Quaint anecdotes. <laughs> as, we, as we move on, uh, nothing comes to mind. So because I'm going to tell you that, the, that it's going to get fucking real dark now. Real dark. Real dark. Real dark. Real fast. Mate, you're looking into the void. Try that. <laughs> so um, should we move on? Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Kim Jong. Kim Jong. Kim Jong. Watch. Right. This isn't. This isn't down for this. Or... Um, I think we should stand up, but I think the audience should probably sit down. Okay. Um, it, this isn't. This is a. Let's call it a departure from our normal news reporting. Um, news reporting. News reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Reading other pe- shit that people have written badly. Go- going through the Kentucky podcast. But um, please sit down. We have some uh, some fairly uh, pressing world issues that we would like to bring to your attention. Um, we haven't done one of these segments in a while um, because things have been fairly quiet on the uh, the Eastern Front, should we call it? Um, Kim Jong-un. Why has Kim Jong-un been in the news, Chud? I'll tell you all about it. Basically, for the second time in this many months, he's launched a uh, missile. Could be armed with a nuclear warhead, could not. We don't really know. However, the point is, <clears throat> a couple of months ago, I found out that he'd launched this nuclear warhead. Or it, was, it might have been a couple of weeks it was ago. A, it wasn't a, he launched a nuclear warhead, it went over Japan, it crashed, blah, blah. But the thing is, I found about, out about this after the fact. However, 
last night or two nights ago, um, I was like playing online with you or whoever, uh, and then somebody in a group chat said there's um, a missile in the air from North Korea. So it was in the air. Yeah. And um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. If, I, I, I genuinely thought that World War Three could break out. And I know that you've said to me that you believe, oh, he's, he's cock, cock um, um, foot waving, etc. But you don't know when you're in that moment, and you've got to be respectful of the fact that anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I, I think you're right to have, you know, if you're in that moment and you hear that shit, there's missiles flying around this planet. You're like, yeah. fuck. Um, but again, like my my opinion of Kim Jong Il Un is that he's 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 a child, man. He's a child that has has lived a very sheltered, very weird existence and life, um, and that he's flexing nuts. He's like a kid throwing his tro- his toys out the pram. Like he's not getting his own way, and so I'm going to start flexing nuts and throwing missiles around the room. Um, I I don't think anything would ever happen. I believe that you know this kind of shit's been going on for a few years now with him. I believe that, you know, we, we, we've got our satellites in space and our space ray guns that if you just did really, if there was a real threat, we'd, we'd be shooting those missiles out of the yeah, sky. Yeah, we'd be shooting our ray guns at him, wouldn't we? Exactly, yeah, yeah. our Islamic ray guns. Muslimic ray guns. Muslimic ray guns. Um, I don't think there's a real threat. If you've not seen that video, don't. <laughs> <laughs> just Google it. Google Muslimic ray guns. Yeah. Well worth it. Well worth a laugh. Well worth a click. Um... I don't think there's any real threat. I think if, if we knew that he had a, a nuclear armed missile over in the air, I think it'd be shot down within a few minutes. Um, and I think it's probably what's going to happen is that he's, he's... I don't know. Do you think we'll kill him? I, at this point, I don't understand why um, the US hasn't just sent a team of SEALs, like, unmarked... Um, like solid snakes. Just send like, solid snakes. Like, call the Black Ops. Just in there and just fucking shoot him. I don't know. Just... Just kill the motherfucker. Yeah. 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 But then we'd lose the comedy value. He's good for some things, isn't he? He's good for comedy value. Uh, I'll, I'll YouTube uh, Ken Dodd. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny comparison. Ken Dodd and Ken... Uh, they'd, be, but they'd be pretty good mates. Fuck, man. If he gets on along with Dennis Rodman really well, then Ken Dodd's going to be a, a much easier step for him, isn't it? I don't know how we're linking all that together, but... Okay. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. Ken Dodd, Kim Jong-un, mates for life. Best buddies. Best of pals. Best of pals. So, if, um, if there is no episode next week, it's probably due to nuclear annihilation. Nuclear but um, hopefully, hopefully it'll be fine. I'm sure it will be. Kim Jong, 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 Moving on to question of the week. Um, this is one that you brought up. You want to talk about this one a little bit? Yeah, um, I'm just wondering. Sometimes, uh, you know, we talked about backlogs and games coming out and you can't really keep up with what's going on a lot of the time. Um, so sometimes things do um, slip through the cracks. So I ended up buying um, Bioshock Collection when it was on sale because um, I've never played any of them apart from Bioshock Infinite, which I played and loved. To okay, um, but I never played the first one, which is a classic game and loved by you know so many people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was playing it and um, yeah, I loved it and I couldn't believe the fact that I had not played it before. It was just so good, especially after playing the the, um, the third one and adoring it. Yeah. Um, and it was about three years after that, four years after that, that I ended up playing the first one and loved it. So my question to you is. I was late to the party with this game. Can you think of any games that you were late to the party with? Yeah, definitely. Um, let's come back to me. I, I'm really interested about this. I want to dig a little bit more about the, the whole Bioshock thing. Because um, I played them in order. One, two, infinite, right? How was it going from infinite back to number one? Um, <clears throat> I do feel that infinite is vastly better for me. Bioshock Infinite is one of my favourite games ever. I All right, loved okay. it. Um, just because the whole theme is about religion and um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But which do you prefer as a setting? Do you prefer Columbia or do you f- prefer uh, the, Rapture? They're both amazing. I can't. Okay. Um, maybe a push, possibly actually the first one. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's awesome. But this this underwater underwater utopia. 
um, and it goes into all the themes about um, getting away from society and anti-capitalism, anti-Marxism, anti-everything. Splicing and all, yeah. Uh, but which obviously goes wrong and... Um, but yeah, and um, I'm playing through it, and it just it feels a lot like surprise, surprise, Biological Infinite. It feels a lot like that, but obviously not developed as much. And I'm just surprised that I let myself not go back and play that. But why is that? Why why didn't you get them when they first came out? Actually, there's a story to this. Bioshock when it first came out, a friend of mine did actually lend it to me, mm. and I got about twenty to thirty minutes into it, and I was loving it, and then I got the Red Ring of Death. Ah, that is a true story. God damn it. Um, so maybe I anchored that um, negative feeling towards the game and never played it. Who knows? Interesting. But you're... So, you're... I mean, are you going to finish both of them, do you think? Um, I'm not going to finish the first one. I think I'm done with it because I think it starts to repeat itself towards the end. Like, yeah. you know, the whole fetch quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it did that just like the third time. I'm like near the end and it's done this for the third time and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Interesting. No, I, I think it's interesting. It's like, you know, there's always uh, it's always tough going back from a, a modern game to an early game in the franchise, especially in one that is so beloved as Bioshock, and you've heard so many great things about the first game, and then when obviously you go back a bunch of years later and it doesn't always quite live up to expectations, then that you know that's kind of hard to deal with. But um, no, Bioshock's a really interesting one. Um, I, I love the Bioshock games. I absolutely love them. Is I would the say that. Any good? The second one's great, yeah, absolutely great. Um, I think that for me, probably the, f- the first one, the looking back at the first one, I think that's probably my favourite. I love Rapture as a setting. Um, again, something that hasn't really ever been done since then. There's like this big underwater city. Um, I love the whole lore about the world, and I, I, I just think it's brilliant. It's beautifully designed. The third one's way better. I, I see that argument. But then again, I'm, I'm the sort of person who... Who's, I'm the sort of person who's really into the idea of alternate realities in this, that, and the other. Okay, so that was that was me coming late to the party, fashionably late. Um, coming late to the party. Yeah. So tell me about a game that you came late to the party with. Your sexy, sexy. I came late. I come late all the time, should all the time. Ten minutes after. Oh, I'm so. Uh, can we start now? It's getting weird. Well, no, it's just like ten minutes out. Yeah. It's weird. Um. I, yeah, I'm not too proud to admit this, but, you know, growing up as being a Sega kind of Genesis kid, never really having a, a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo, um, I feel like a lot of those games, like the classic Nintendo games, I didn't get to play until, to be honest, even like four or five years ago, or like even a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember kind of, you know, playing, uh, it would have been Mario World, Super Mario World, probably about four years ago for the first time, going, wow, that's shit. Un- that's unacceptable. This is... This is great, man. This is like fuck Sonic. Unbelievable. You, know? you um, not played Super Mario World, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, like I, I would have played them. You know, I had friends that owned Nintendo consoles, and I would have played them very briefly around at their houses, but never actually sat down and played them from start to finish. Which obviously it is massively better than Sonic. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that in retrospect, yeah. but. You know, when I was growing up, I was one of those, ah, oh, fuck Mario, man, Sonic's way better, it's faster, he's cooler, he's got more attitude, and I was wrong, you know? I was wrong, I was wrong, I was wrong. Oh, um, oh like his attitude, that hedgehog is so fast. No, but you know, he's like, the thing is, Sonic is marketed at like the moody teenage uh, kids that are full of attitude. Mario Sega does what Nintendo on. Yeah, there you go. It's all like blast processing. <laughs> it's all, all, them, all them extra blasts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, my kind of games that I was late to the party with are a lot of the old classic Nintendo games, which, like I said, I'm kind of ashamed to admit, but you know, I didn't have that much disposable income as a as a nine year old, um, so I had to play what my parents bought me, which was a Mega Drive, and Sonic. So I'm really glad that I went back and obviously played those games because they are seminal pieces of, uh, of game design and very important to the. To the, to the medium of video games but I do wish that I'd maybe got to play them a little bit earlier a bit younger um, and then I think I'll probably appreciate them more because going back and playing them recently you obviously understand why they're great games but just I, I've, I've missed the boat on them you know missed the boat on them so that's it yeah that's that I forgive you so thanks
mass as a yeah, and about square. Don't you reckon, Sol? Square. I, I always it's proper an American novel. American novel thing, still, isn't it? Yeah. I guess me and you are square, buddy. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, I've had a lovely time. I don't know that you saw. You had a lovely time. I've had a lovely time. Uh, we, we've had a lovely. Is it Jarro there? We've had a lovely time. Um, Did you say is it Ja Rule there? Ja Rule there. Oh, I thought you said the rapper, the, the very famous Ja Rule. I don't know who that is, he can't be that famous. Ja Rule? No. It's mine. I was going to have. I'm not going to have them Carry on. Carry on. Alright, well, uh, thanks for joining us. Is there anything you'd like to. Uh, do you want to hit the old Twitter handle? Yeah, so um, you can find us at Safe State Gaming Podcast on Twitter. In the Twitterverse, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, I was going to say MySpace, but is that MySpace still going? Who cares? Uh, is it? SoundCloud is what I'm looking for, and iTunes the uh, day later. So please do like, subscribe, download all of our podcasts, tell them to your friends, families, relatives, cats, dogs, tell everybody about us, send us money, send us gifts, send us women, and um, anything else you want to send us, yeah. Uh, yeah, just um, please uh, be nice to each other. Yeah. Don't, don't be, um, don't be, a, don't nice be a, Kim, a Kim Jong-un, basically. Don't find nukes people. Yeah. So... Ladies and gents, thank you very much again for joining us. This has been episode 16. My name's Saul. Um, I'm, I'm Richard. Um, please um, don't follow me on Twitter. Or leave me alone. Um, so, yeah, happy times. Happy times. Thank you. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Thanks to all the great artists that provided music for episode 16. So thanks to Tom Hanney, Joachim Carud, David Wood, Joey Pecorero, G, Chucky Beats, Brock Berrigan and Ben Sound. So thanks again guys for your great, great music. We couldn't do it without you. And you can find links to all of their music in the video's descriptions.